Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Impossible to Say. My name is Emily Proctor. And my name is Kat Wellington. Welcome, everybody. It's another day. Happy to be alive. Emily, how was your day? Yes, indeed. Hello, everyone. Um, my day my day's fine. I was dealing with the most insane. It's just like never easy to take care of your car. Mm, like, okay. I feel like it should be like every any little thing that goes wrong with it just turns into like a ordeal and there was nothing wrong with my car today so basically what happened i do get an oil change um and i take my car to the dealer i you know usually would go to like a valvoline with my truck yeah god and now with my new car i just it's just easier for me to take it to the dealer they don't ask any questions i don't have to like be there so i don't have to deal with the like what type of oil do you want do you want to do this this and this for thousands of dollars you know what i mean yeah so um Across from the dealership, there's a Panera that I usually sit at. So I drop my car car off super early in the morning, like sometime between 7.30 and 8. Um, And I've done this like four times now. Um, And it usually takes like two hours. So I'll work a little. I'll just sit there. Two hours for an oil change? Well, it's at the dealer. They got other cars there. Bro, you got to go to a Valvoline. No, I can't. I can't deal with the men there. It's just... Anyways, this has been so much easier for me. It's so a anyway, drive through I, I, I can't take this. It's a drive through and it takes 10 minutes. Okay, but listen. No, no, no. It's it's actually worse. So I have like a... I have like a contact at the dealer where I like I call his cell phone and I'm like, hey man, can you squeeze me in? I really need an oil change. Okay, and he, flex. Like, he usually gets me in and out. And by in and out, two hours, obviously. Um, in and out <laughs> so i lost his card and i never saved his number in my phone so i was like you know what i'm just i'm not gonna bother steve this time i'll just go right. the normal route um so i call up ford and i get my oil change scheduled with another man no problem i show up this morning drop my car off at 8 a.m i sat in this panera you guys until literally 2 p.m today <laughs> from 8 a.m to 2 p.m what is that? Six hours? I don't even know. I think so. Yeah. They basically never called to tell me my car was done. They called me in the middle of the day to ask me if I wanted to do the windshield wipers or like the, I don't know, like air filter or something. And I was like, all right, yeah. like I haven't done anything to my car since I got it two years ago. Like, sure, maybe I'll change the air filter, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I told him, I was like, don't touch the windshield wipers. Do you want to change the air filter? That's fine. Come to find out, they had to order a fucking part for it, and they never told me. Um, but then I happened to call in, and like, luckily, it was so beautiful. Steve answered the phone, my guy. Oh, so good. It was like you didn't, you didn't. Why didn't you call me? And I was like, well, I lost your card, and I never saved your number. I'm so sorry. And he took care of me, and basically, I was like, fuck the air filter. I need to pick up my car. And then mm-hmm. I was bawling, crying on the way home because I didn't really like cause a scene like I should have. But it wasn't Steve's fault. And my my guy had left for the day, fully left for the day. I called in at like 1:30. I was like, hey, um, I dropped my car off this morning for an oil change bright and early um with david and he i heard from him at noon he said they were get, getting ready to start on my car which is insane it had been there for four hours already and oh she was God. like oh um well because i asked her i was like can i just talk to dave see what's going on see when it's going to be ready um and she's like oh dave actually left for the day i was like oh okay perfect hope he has a good one yeah, I hope he has a wonderful rest of the day. Dude, that's that's nightmare. You like an oil change should not take more than 
an hour is like pushing it. Like if there's a line. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like in the morning, it's fine because I don't usually get to my office until sometime between 930 and 10 anyway. So like it's not mm-hmm. that big of a deal, really. And like it, you guys know what the vibes are like in Panera's. Like they're cozy. I've got yeah, no course. issue to sit in a booth for two hours. I and don't love the whole like the rebrand though. It's a little bit hospitally in there. I had no idea they were doing that until I saw a TikTok that was posting a bunch of rebrands from a ton mm-hmm. of other different uh, restaurants fast casual places i had no idea it's so upsetting i knew because i've been in some like that i think it's just like newer ones honestly and then they're taking their time redoing the old ones but it's like you can't do you can't basically sell hospital food and then really commit to the brand <laughs> and then of selling do hospital, hospital lighting like you already do sandwiches and soup like i already feel like i'm under the weather when i walk in there yep i have to feel at home or else it's scary and they're making it not homey so and this is also not panera slander because I, I like panera but you are going to pay like 20 dollars for kind of a piece of shit sandwich but that's kind of a part of it it's yeah part of the experience and honestly you kind of just go there to sit and chat for hours anyways Mm -hmm. you're not going for the food i don't uh, that could be a unique experience like i don't know really that could be just we had a booth at panera in high school me emily emma and Teresa. that was like our booth and it is really sentimental to us it has since closed but we would sit there for hours after school and i think i don't know if everyone's going to panera to chat these days the only reason i think that it was universal is because I did that with my college friends too. We would drive to a Panera like right off of campus and we would sit there for fucking hours. I definitely did not do that in college. Oh my God. That's but so I don't sad. think we had I don't think we had one. We had um I want to say McGurk's not McGurk's. Oh what is nukes, it called? right? Well nukes, yeah, but also the the one that we had in the student union. I can't fucking remember, but they had like mac and cheese and shit. Same thing perfect oh my god why would I even let that thought leave my mouth like doesn't matter (laughs) so well and also like me sitting there all day I'm really trying to get back into like my Punta Cana trip is right around the corner for my friend's wedding and I'm treating it like my wedding so I'm tracking again I'm trying to work out like almost every day so I'm sitting in Panera not eating either which is horrible it is not right around the corner you have so much time yeah, I know, but like four months, it's four months away. Four months turns into three, next thing you know, two, and then it's here. I heard you got kind of fucked with the flight situation. Oh, it's actually unbelievable. That is what I get for being like a type A person and like a super planner. I booked yeah. my flights way too far in advance. Now I have un like they should be illegal. I have the worst layovers ever. Seven hundred multiple, like more than one on per flight, or no? No, just one on the way there and one on the way home. And okay. it's like a full day of travel. Waking up, we're gonna have to wake up at five a.m. on the way there. We don't land until three p.m. Can you Pusicana. switch it possibly or no? Um, I personally don't feel like going through all of that. Um, maybe. So the backstory: I was on my, I was on the phone with Thomas today, and he was like, "We kind of lucked out because we got a nonstop flight for like." He was like, "I don't know their exact price, but basically like the same, if not cheaper, than their flight because they booked so far in advance." Yep. And that that's the thing: you can't book that far in advance, and you can't book last minute. So you have to find like the sweet spot, and that's where you'll get the good price. 
It's horrible. So we, so it's me, Kyle, and Shirley, y'all know, Doug and Casey. Um, yeah. They also got the same flights as Kyle mm-hmm. and I because Kyle and I booked them and I feel awful. And there's other people in our group too that also got the nonstop, nonstop flights and they're like $100 cheaper. So it's like a win-win. Are your flights Southwest? No. Oh, what are no. they? Uh, American, I think. Oh, yeah. So you'd have to rebook on American, but. And I never fly American. Yeah, American. If it was Southwest, oh my God, I would change them in a heartbeat. So I just don't like, it's fine. It is what it is. And there's four of us traveling. So like, we're going to have some airport beers and it's going to be fine. Yeah. I'm so anti layover, like ever since my airport experience that I told you guys about that I like don't know if I can ever lay over again. And obviously I I will have to, but like, I don't know if I physically can. I, I couldn't, not to sound like, I don't even know, but like I couldn't tell you the last time I flew and booked layovers. Like I can't, I can't do okay. it. Rich, <laughs> I just I don't fly all the time, but like I yeah. just can't. No, I don't even look for anything that's not nonstop. Like I will yeah. pay, but I mean, you'll you'll have a good time. I'm sure of it. Yeah, it's those airports are all a breeze. The Dominican, super easy. No God, yeah, breeze, no heat. It's and perfect. I've got. On the way home, like, I've got, like, an hour between flights. Surely there'll be nothing wrong with that. That's going to get Yeah, and it's 4th of July weekend, and that's not a big deal either. And like, Yeah, a lot of people I heard are staying home this year. It'll be just fine. It'll mm-hmm. be totally fine. And it'll be nice and cold out, too. Like, nice and, like, a nice breeze, I'm sure. Yeah, so I won't be, like, sweating, like, trying yeah. to catch my flights. Yeah. In the customs line when you loop around and they have, like, three fans. And you, mm-hmm. you get to the fan and you soak it in. <laughs> For a minute. Oh, stop. I haven't had to go through a customs line in so long. I actually panicked, like, remembering that I need a passport for this trip. Yeah. Um, can't wait, though. Super excited. No, it's going to be so actually so fucking fun. And you're there for, like, a longer period of time. So it's not like you have to, like, do a weekend and then head the fuck out. Like, you're, it, yeah. it'll be worth it. And we get home with, like, Saturday and Sunday before the work week starts again. So oh, if we nice. if we don't. You know, if everything goes well, Friday night. (laughs) Right. Um, Okay. How was your weekend? We haven't kind of done, I feel like we didn't do your weekend last episode. So anything exciting? I wouldn't even have known what I even did the weekend for last episode. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, Yeah. I actually had such a wonderful weekend. Um, Kyle was out of town. um, So it was such a joy to be able to watch. I talk about this every time he goes out of town. Watch, eat, whatever I want. Um, yeah. I started one day. Mm-hmm. And it's like I had no idea the episodes were so short, which is like a dream. I tried to tell you that when I was like I got through seven and one day I was like, they're short. I swear. I think the first episode is kind of long. It was like 40 or 45 minutes. And then oh, I was really? like, yeah. And I was like, fuck, like, <laughs> this is going to be a struggle. Um, but I've been zooming through. I can't remember what year I'm on because I – Obviously, I haven't watched since Kyle's been home. Um, but I love it. It's crazy because everyone keeps saying, obviously, the end is horrific. And I haven't really, I don't know, I haven't really felt a certain way about it yet. So, yeah, I think it's its really the last one that is the only, like, sob time for sure. I'm and so- I, I, honestly, I was really, really sad. But I wasn't as sad. I think I prepared myself so much that I wasn't, like dying and my family was in the other room so Mm. i sobbed privately in my room and then i was like i gotta shake it off it wasn't like how i wanted it to be where i sobbed all night because my mom was in my bed but well it was it was a really great show i thought the acting was great i really really like 
the lead girl, I should know her name before saying that. I thought they did both did a great job and it was so fun to watch. Yeah, no, it, I really am loving it so far. Um, I thought, and this might, it's not a spoiler, but kind of, I don't know. So skip 30 mm -hmm. seconds. But I did think that the whole show was them going to be just like in and out of love the whole time. Kind of like a normal people situation. I kind of did too, just based on what people, how they were reacting to it and people yeah. were relating it to like their situationships or like mm -hmm. breakups and toxic relationships. So I, I felt that way too, but I just completely misunderstood. Yeah. But loving it so far. Highly. And I think I said that incorrectly on the pod, which probably led you to believe that it's possible. Certainly possible. But that's fine. I just, yeah. I didn't know anything. So it was solely based off like a couple TikToks, you know? Yeah, but it it really is great. Other than that, um, let's see. Saturday, I went to D.C. again. Oh, yeah, the following weekend, I had gone to D.C. That's what I had done. But anyways, um, went to D.C. Elena and I got dinner. We went to Perry's and Adam Morgan. Adam's Morgan. Um, Adam, singular. <laughs> Adam Morgan. <laughs> um, and it was so, so good. You guys highly recommend Um like some of the best sushi I've had. And then we went out and met our friend Emma out at the bar that she works at, which was so great. She was working a private party. So after the party ended, we got to like sit at the bar with her when she was closing mm -hmm. down. We chatted all night. And obviously it was one of those situations where you go out to dinner with like just one of your girlfriends and you guys end up getting wasted, staying up till of course. 4, 4 30 in the morning, obviously, but it was great. It was a perfect night. So awesome. I don't really have a reaction to that because Elena already told me that on the phone, but it sounds oh. so fun. It really was. And I mean, I think we, we covered every single like topic under the sun, honestly. Like yeah. we talked about every single person that we knew. It was amazing. Did you guys talk about me? Um, actually, now that I think about it, not really. So not every person you knew. Like I think we like briefly like touched on you, but we didn't. We didn't have you much to say. Briefly touched on me. Well, we were we were talking shit. <laughs> so we didn't. Oh, okay, okay. So I didn't come up in a negative way. I guess that's good. Yeah, that's good for now. Yeah, I mean, no, not not really. We might have like briefly touched on your like situationships, but that was it. So, Emily, that's rude. <laughs> I'm not in any situationships. God no, God no, no. Just really, really old ones, you know. Yeah, we don't. Well, did... We don't like anyone right now, unfortunately. That's fine. It's boring. Although this guy from Maryland did ask me on a date next oh. week, and I might go, but I don't know. I don't know if I feel like it anymore. I can't get myself back in the headspace. I don't know why. I feel like you have met so many people from the East Coast out there. It's crazy. Really? I don't know. I feel like maybe it's just maybe this is probably this. This is honestly probably the second or third guy that you've. Like, met on Hinge, who's been from Maryland specifically. Yeah, I guess the one who, like, went to a neighboring high school. But I can't think of another one. No, you're right. Actually, that's it for me, too. I definitely sometimes, like, I'll be like, oh, they're cute. And then I'll see they're from the same area. And it is kind of weirdly, like, I like it. Because I'm like, oh, we have something to talk about. And yeah. Like, we could go, like, it's just me, like, fast-forwarding <laughs> so much. But I'm like, oh, we can, like, go home for the holidays together. <laughs> me on Hinge. <laughs> but I do genuinely have that thought where I'm like, it would just be more convenient. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, of course. His his family's here. Your family's here. God, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh I also, I don't even know if I said I got dating apps back, but but I did. Um, The only other thing I want to talk about, oh, my weekend. I was with my family. It was great. 
I was a little bit cunty, to be honest, because I was hosting for like almost two weeks and I really, really wanted to be alone. But then the second that I dropped them off, I was crying because I missed them. So weird, weird experience. I just like was feeling so exhausted. I couldn't even like every second some someone just being like, all right, what are we doing? What are we doing? And I'm like, yeah, okay. Okay, let's do something. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not really a go, go, goer. So that was a lot for me. But you didn't have like so a single, fun. you didn't have a single like lounge day. I mean, I'm being dramatic. Like, we, we watched TV one night. Like, I did take a nap one day. Like, but definitely I wanted, like, Connor wanted to go out. So I wanted mm-hmm. to do that. But I was just so tired. Universal was great. And after that, we just chilled. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we fit a lot in. It was good. I just, I was so happy to like not be hosting. And then I was like, oh, fuck, I miss them. But it was really good. And then, oh, I was going to say, I do want to talk about Love is Blind because we, oh. uh, we fucked up last episode so badly. The timing was actually insane <laughs> with the way that we recorded that week and then the new episodes coming out. It's so prior to the episode, but after we record it, (laughs) which is gonna happen to us again because I'm assuming more episodes are coming out. Yay, it's fine. I'm so excited for the new episodes. Yeah, basically, Emily and I both thought Kenneth and Brittany would make it. No one else really thought that, by the way. That was like fully us. Not that's not true. Texting my old coworkers, and they do. She was behind as well, and she was thinking that Kenneth and Brittany were endgame for sure. Okay, maybe it's just ever. I'm just seeing people on TikTok who are like, I from the start I thought something was off after they already know they broke up, you know. But right, um, it was that was a weird breakup, very weird. Um, I it is like what everyone was saying. Like, I feels like Kenneth was waiting for the moment where he could do it, but it wasn't him doing it necessarily, which guys do all the time. We know. I just don't think they had any physical attraction towards each other, like at all. Yeah. But I don't think he wanted to say that he was he, like he didn't want to say that on camera that he wasn't yeah. attracted to her. Well, I feel like she didn't want to say that either. Yeah, like there was no like they were just like kind of besties, I think, and then they weren't able to connect physically at all. I'm excited to see how they are at the reunion because it was pretty like it was an okay breakup, you know. Yeah, it was, like, kind of amicable for sure. It was sad. Very sad, yeah. It's definitely sad. Also, this could be a total rumor, and I I talk about this a lot, but I hate when people are like, oh, like, I think he's gay just because of the way he, like, talks or walks or something. But everyone had been saying that they think Kenneth is gay, and I didn't think that at all. But then I guess... And this could be totally fake, but there's like a cousin of his on Facebook. And you can tell that it's actually his cousin because she has like posts from years back that that he's also commenting on liking. Like, so he's Mm -hmm. like, she's like, go cuz. And he's like liking it, you know? Yeah, there's a Um, footprint, right? And she, she was like commenting like, yeah, he's gay. He's out. He just like went on the show for exposure. So interested to hear about that as well. Wow, I did not get that vibe at all. But I mean, that's that's kind of like st- not stone cold proof, but like I don't know. Well, that's I don't crazy. know why she would do that if she was like his cousin. So that is a little suspicious to me, you know? Yeah. Wow, I haven't seen that at all. There has been like I think the 
The number of rumors around this season mm -hmm. is the most I've seen, I feel like. Because there's the shit about Trevor possibly Bro, having Bro, I unsent my DMs to him and unfollowed him. <laughs> fuck you should you, have Trevor. sent him another message and been like, fuck you. I almost sent, like, just NVM. Like, never mind. But I was like, <laughs> I don't even give a fuck about you. Trevor, if you're listening. I, you really I guess, let us down. I was going to say rot in hell, but that was a little dramatic. <laughs> please <laughs> also like the girlfriend came out he basically was just kind of not in a serious relationship like they was just uh, casually dating the girl so it's he actually really didn't do anything i was just okay. like i don't want to be involved <laughs> right okay yeah so so that's kind of confirmed then i didn't realize that we had words from the girlfriend so that's oh, good to get her she's doing q a's oh of course she is why wouldn't she she's doing q a's um on instagram story like full videos and he told her he was going on, and it seems like it seemed like they started dating. And then he, early on, she the show reached out to him, and he was like, "I think I'm gonna do this." And she was like, "Do it," because they weren't like serious. But yeah. then they like, kept dating. It seems like, mm -hmm. but then he still went on, kind of thing. So he like kind of oh. had a girlfriend, but is that really doing anything wrong? Not really. Uh, okay. Well, wow. Yeah, that just actually cleared his name for me personally. I feel like that's not that bad if she agreed to it. Yeah. I just told him to rot in hell. I don't really even know why. It just got it got a little messy. I thought differently of him, and then my opinion changed. And now there's no going back for him, unfortunately. And that's how rumors work, you know? Yeah, and that, that's, that's fine. What else was there? Oh, Jeremy was supposedly engaged with a baby when he mm -hmm. applied for the show living in that staged house that laura kept saying was staged yeah and obviously was very staged and he was like nope i'm just clean yeah i knew that was bullshit the second that she pulled out the gold jewelry gold silverware. oh my god jewelry silverware <laughs> yeah the um, gold silverware i was like there's no i was like either this man has had a live-in girlfriend or mm -hmm. he's gay yeah i was with i was watching it with connor and ryan and i was like yeah that a girl definitely lived here. There's not, there's no shot. Um, yeah. He sucks, obviously. The baby, I think he was engaged. I don't know when that engagement was over. The baby was not his, but it was going to be like his step kid. Gotcha. I think they were like, from what I heard, one tweet, um, one tweet that I read that he was in the process of ending his engagement, I think. And, and then he, he, got the, he got the love is blind DM. Because I yeah. think, I think what happens a lot of times is... Love is Blind does, like, reach outs rather than than taking the applications. And then, like, someone like Trevor who's, like, in a casual relationship and then they reach out. You know what I mean? Do How do they reach out? Like, there's no way these guys have had, like, significant followings on social media no, for Love no, is Blind they, to find them. They DM them. That's so interesting. It happens with Love Island, too. I don't know. Well, I feel like I mean, Love I guess Island... I've been DM'd. I mean, I know how I have, like, some followers, but... I've been DM'd. Before. I feel like for Love Island specifically, though, like whether you have a large following or not, like you are posting, like, like you're a Bikini. very attractive person and you're posting like great photos of yourself. Like you have got a significant presence, whether you have the followers or not. I feel like these people that are going on Love, Love is Blind are more like your run of the mill average person on social media. Yeah. I mean, they probably reach out and I could be wrong about this, but. We knew so they reached out to someone from our high school and they posted it. So I know that from that. Yeah, I'm, I imagine true. they reach out to a fuck ton of people. Yeah, and that's true. it's just like they find people in their late 20s, 30s, 
early 40s, whatever. And it's a specific city. It's like not that hard. There's I used to do that for work where you can just do it in a program. And -hmm. then you have and you can do like less than a thousand followers. You can do less than like you're just looking for someone random and then go through it and go through the public accounts and just and then see how the interview goes. That makes more sense then for sure. But anyway, yeah, Jeremy obviously has I mean, baggage. And since, since we're on the topic cheated. of Jeremy, yeah, he fucked Sarah Ann, no doubt. I don't think he... I think their whole thing is going to be like, we didn't do anything, but it like doesn't matter. Yeah, obviously he still was at her house till 5 a.m. His ex, yeah. basically. And for people not caught up or not just not watching basically this one couple the guy the fiance they're engaged he goes out for the night and ends up going back with the girl that he had previously dated on the show in the pods back to her house until 5 a.m and lied about his location and said that he was just in the bar parking lot talking to her but he was able to go to her house and i did like how laura set him up like definitely like let somebody lie to you and then, like, it's actually such a good reminder to, like, let someone talk, you know? Like, Play dumb. <laughs> Play dumb. I feel like every, not every, but, like, in the past, obviously, when Kyle and I were children and I needed to, like, catch him in a lie, <laughs> which sounds bad, but it's, like, obviously not as serious as cheating. Yeah. Um, I obviously already had all the information, but I just wanted to hear what he would have to say. It's more fun that way. It is more fun and it tells you more about like the type of person they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If they're going to tell you or not. Yeah. I'm so bad about that because I get so angry that I'm like, no, like I just immediately like I give all my ammo away. Like just I think I'm better now that I'm older, but like sit back, let them say what they're going to say, let them lie and then get get their next. (laughs) Sit back, ask the questions, hear what they have to say. Yeah. Um, and then so, did anything else happen important? Well, I don't even like, I don't even fucking know what to say about Chelsea and Jimmy. They both just bother me so fucking much. It's so hard to watch them on screen. Yeah. And I still fucking think that they get married. Also, you know, the clip, um, where she's like, you fucked yes. her crying. It's definitely I wanted to talk about, about one of the two friends. That's what I'm thinking too. I think they want, that's so funny you say that. I think they want the producers for it to seem like that he fucked Jess, mm-hmm. but he definitely fucked his besties, no doubt. Like if everyone remembers, he has those two close girlfriends. Like there's no way he didn't fuck them. At least I one of them. I think he fucked the brunette one. I hardly remember what they look like, but sure. Yeah, I agree. I, for some reason, I can picture them perfectly. Um, I cannot imagine. If my fiance was like, oh, my God, I can't wait for you to meet my friends. And then it's two girls and they they became friends two years ago in their 30s. Like, That's actually, I would be seething. I would be seeing red. Some massive red flag. Sorry. No, it's a it's a huge red flag. Like at least have one guy friend to introduce me to. And if, I don't care if you have girlfriends, but. They're not like th- your besties. You just met two years ago. You probably go to the bars together. Yeah. Ooh. I just think and we like we love platonic uh, relationships between opposite genders. Totally fucking fine. I just there's something so strange about that. I like like to hope that maybe his guy friends couldn't make it or something. 
to filming. I don't know, but I feel like he should have at least thrown that in there. I've been like, oh, Will couldn't make it today or something like that, you know? Yeah, it's possible. But the way that the girls were responding to the things that they were saying was like scaring me because there was specific comments like about him during sex and then someone one of the girls being like oh yeah he does do that <laughs> I, totally that. I, like, I actually bitch. like am on my phone when jimmy's on the screen so i was paying close attention to that because i can't I just can't imagine being put in that situation. Well, yeah, the dynamic is just so weird. And I just feel like, like, not that Jimmy is a great guy by any means, but Chelsea does not help herself out in these arguments at all. She's kind of, she's, they're both odd to me. Like, I'm sorry. She, I don't know why she was also sitting at this same conversation I'm talking about with his two new friends, regardless of his two friends regardless of who they are talking like detailed about their sex life is weird who she just met yeah i know well it seems like the only couple well i guess the two couples that are doing well are clay and ad and then johnny and amy so and there was some shit that came out about clay and ad too i can't even remember you're kidding oh my god it's never ending (laughs) no but he's cracking me up because he can't stop saying like he can't stop literally being like, I'm probably going to cheat on you. <laughs> he's seriously, he's like setting himself up. So the day that he does cheat, he can be like, well, I tried to tell you. No, I know. <laughs> Me and my brothers were sobbing laughing because he kept being like, black men just cheat. And I was like, what are you talking about? He brings it he up. at the stop most. saying it. He brings it up so randomly too. Like they'll be talking about something completely different. And she'll be like, oh, like I, I love you. I love where we're going. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah. I hope it stays that way. I might cheat on you. Yeah, he was. I hope I can resist. Word for word, he said, I hope I don't find myself in a situation where I can cheat. I was like, what? So don't leave the house then. Like, he's being, he's, he's doing exactly what you said. Just being like, I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna cheat. So when I do it, just know. Well, during that lunch when AD was meeting his mom, they got into that little bit of an argument where he he is a realtor, I believe, and he is staying the night at his old apartment, not the apartment they have together because it's like closer to some of the houses he needs to set up and he's doing it like once or twice a week. And I'm like, he's cheating. Oh, I don't even remember that. I must have tuned out. It just seemed like so suspicious based on everything that he's been saying. I'm like, I just, I don't trust you. You're telling me you're probably going to cheat. I do not trust you to stay the night alone. I would never, like, he's telling her not to trust him. (laughs) And and I, I wouldn't. I kind of hope she says no to him now. I I was rooting for them, but like, he's made himself pretty damn clear. I mean, at this point, I think the only couple that's going to make it is Johnny and Amy. And I don't even know if they're going to make it because they have like, totally different views when it comes to like kids and birth control and he's weird like yeah he's weird as fuck about that also um he was just spotted at the airport with a different girl but i don't know oh perfect with actually jessica but like i just like for i think probably flying in for the reunion together but i don't know why he wouldn't fly in with amy if he was with amy yeah that's suspicious yeah our girl jess Her- has been seen with a lot of guys lately she's yeah harry jowsey being one of them <laughs> Yeah, that sent me to the moon. I can't wait. I can't wait to see the Love Is Blind cast out in L.A. That you know they're going to be out. I see all those fuckers: Harry Jowsey, The Bachelor. I'm surprised you haven't seen them yet. Um, 
Jess needs to get her ass on like Love is Blind or like The Bachelor or something. Or not Love is Blind, sorry, Love Island. Yeah. But she has a kid. Like, I feel like Love is Blind is the only, like, you're not going to go on Love Island when you have a teenage kid. Not, not I'm not saying that you can't go on if you don't have a kid, but like, it's, it's like a long time. I yeah, guess that Love is Blind is a long time too. Anyway, we've been talking about this too long. Basically, everyone's cheaters and liars. And I'm ex- these are going to be the best set of episodes. And then, of course, we all know my favorite episode, The Reunion, is coming. And I'm sure we'll have a lot more to say. But I feel like I we've wish, overdone uh, it. God, I wish we could watch The Reunion together. That would be such a treat. Oh, maybe we could do like a Patreon react to that. That's what I was thinking. Maybe we could like kind of yeah, record while we watch. Maybe that could be fun. Okay, we'll we'll think about the logistics of that, but that could be cool. Yeah. But then if people already watch it. It's like, what's the point? But I guess 90 Day Fiance has the pillow talk or whatever where people react. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Even, I, even I know that. I don't keep up with that. <sighs> all right. Well, I think, yeah, that's all I had to had to say for now. All right. Um, I have a quick advice. Okay. Um, and I'll read. My best friend from high school started dating this guy back in March 2023, who was a great guy and who I've become friends with. And she got engaged in late December 2023. We knew this was coming because they talked about it since like four months in. And then in parentheses, the length they've dated is a different topic altogether. Originally, she was afraid I wasn't going to be here for the engagement because I'm going to Army basic training in March and officer candidate school in May. And that made her sad. When she got engaged in December, she expressed how happy she was that I was there to witness it. Well, they're getting married in May. Their engagement will be five months, and I'm now missing the wedding because I'm graduating basic the weekend of her wedding and heading to OCS right after. We've both cried over this, and she's expressed how hard of a decision it was since I won't be able to make it. On both sides, it seems to have caused tension between us from unexpressed feelings. I'm not mad at her per se, more just at the situation. However, I personally would plan my wedding with the thought to make sure my closest friend and family could make it. My lifelong other best friend said she couldn't imagine having her wedding without me. Is this crazy to have some pent-up emotions that obviously I'll never express because it is her wedding and I'm happy for her? Because she's moving this wedding along so quickly, and because of that, I cannot go. Sorry, there's a lot of parentheses, you guys. More parentheses. When we've known for a while that I would be at basic training. Or do I need to realize that this is out of my hands and it's not that big of a deal? Would love to hear your thoughts on the situation and on that quick of an engagement. And then a little bit more info. She chose the weekend she's getting married because that's the weekend of my graduation from basic with the hopes and assumptions that my leadership would allow me to leave before reporting to officer candidate school on Sunday, which I would have to drive six hours after I graduate on Friday and then 12 hours on Saturday after the wedding to make it, if if even allowed, which is also a crazy amount of driving in two days and would cut time short with my family coming to see me for graduation. Okay, that's it. Sorry, that was like all over the place. No, that's fine. Um, So while you're reading, my initial thought was like, I would be so fucking pissed if you planned your wedding on a weekend that I could not go. It will. Yeah. Okay. Continue your thought. Like I would be, I would be so annoyed, but then also like it is your wedding and there are other people going that are not just me. Um, but if it's happening so quickly too, like, can we just slow down? Yeah. I don't slow down for a second. That's my thing. Unless there's something that's like really making them like say she was, I don't know if she was pregnant or something and they wanted to get married before having the only thing like 
I thought you were going to say, like, the reason she picked May was because, like, I don't know, relative is sick. And yeah, I'm just saying, like, a crazy circumstance reason or like a dream venue that's only available then. Yeah. There would just have to be, which I think she would have included if there was something like that. Mm. And the fact that there is nothing kind of makes me like I was thinking about you in this situation too. And. I think it would be really weird, especially since she already knew she had something very important that weekend. Like, I would just be like, okay, that weekend is completely off the table, you know? Yeah. Like, if you had something that weekend, I would just be like, okay, no, that's not it. I just, like, can't imagine getting married without, like, with even, like, one of my closest friends missing. Like, it would, it makes me so upset to think about. I cannot believe that. Ew, Yeah. But uh, well, I don't really want that many people there, but like, yeah, my key well, people, just my closest friends, of course. Yeah, I no, I, I think okay, the question is, is it like valid at all? I think, yeah, I, I think I would be really upset, and I, like you, I probably wouldn't say anything because like it's their big day and stuff, but yeah, I'd, I'd be really disappointed. For it's sure. like shitty because ultimately, like, yeah, like it is their wedding and it is about them, but also you're one of her closest friends. So I don't know you because you can't really like you don't want to make a scene about it, but you do want to voice your feelings. But what is voicing like your voicing your feelings isn't going to change the date of the yeah. Wedding. I think if it was before, if this advice was like before it was planned or something, and she was Official like, "Hey, I'm going to do it this weekend." I'd be like, "Can you not?" <laughs> like if yeah. you came to me and was like, and you were like, "I'm going to." book my wedding on the day of your graduation i'd be like you motherfucker like no you're not i don't care i I just think that's so so strange it's also so crazy because i kyle's brother just did basic Uh and ocs so it's actually so weird understanding that's what i could see like your face be like oh like (laughs) when i was reading because i knew you would get it um and also but i like i kind of get it from like i mean the bride to be's perspective and like you don't know like what is gonna go into this like what leave is gonna look like so like maybe that's what she was thinking but also like just wait what is the rush i never understand that yeah it seems like she maybe thought that she could make it yeah after which it's like, like a crazy thing to just kind of like hope and pray <laughs> like yeah she can make it yeah exactly um Unless, like, is the next training after that super long? Like, would she not be able to make it even after that? You know um, I, mean? I think it's only, like, six or eight weeks. Like, it's nothing crazy. Okay. Because I'm like, okay, if she's has that one weekend of, like, yeah. break and then starts, they, maybe that was, like, a genuine yeah. intention. But... Like, I, I, I'm a, I think everyone's kind of, like, I don't know. I can't believe we were talking about this on the pod. Everyone's army journey is, like, kind of different. So, like, okay. basically, Kyle's brother just graduated from OCS uh, a few weeks ago, earlier this February. And he's been able to, like, see friends and family over the last two or three weekends. Like, he's been able to travel. Okay. So, she could have waited. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. I don't. I don't know. I feel like it's weird. And the whole she did ask like our thoughts on the whole rushed engagement. They got engaged in like it was March to December, I think she said. And then yeah. now they're getting married in five months. It just seems like what are we rushing for? Yeah. Like what 
Literally. I don't know. I guess I, like, spend the rest of your lives together. <laughs> taxes? I don't know. Like, maybe. I just, like, have genuinely never understood. I don't know. I guess there are some, like, concrete reasons, like, race against the clock for kids, maybe. Like, we don't know how old these people are. I think the concrete reasons, if you're waiting for marriage, you want to lose your virginity. Sure. <laughs> rush it through. <laughs> rush it on out. I get yeah. it. Um, also, maybe if you can't, like, if just you have, like, traditional values of not living with someone and you really want to live with them and your living right. situations are coming to a kind of, you know, a halt, uh-huh. then that could be a good reason. But, yeah, I don't – I don't I don't really get it. But, okay. Like, from my perspective – Obviously, Kyle and I have been together for fucking decades at this point, and I just am not in a rush, and I also don't think it's going to change anything. You know what I mean? I think it will change things for you guys in a positive way because you've been together so long, kind of like how living together was like a new – or getting your own place was like a new phase for you guys. So then Mm -hmm. marriage will be like that again, like a new It's like a new like honeymoon phase kind of like all over. Yeah, like a reset honeymoon phase. I agree. But then what's the fun in that if you're doing all of this within a matter of a year? (laughs) Yeah, that is – no, I – I agree that it's just like every good thing you they barely even gave themselves a honeymoon phase while dating and then you're like you're still so excited about that and then you're engaged and you're excited about that and you only get five months and then then it's over I'm actually so stressed guess what's after that real life nothing (laughs) nothing babies like I'm sure they'll have babies immediately if not right of course they seem like I mean she might already even be pregnant I just like I'm worried like she does she even know the guy like what I honestly don't really give a fuck. Oh, God, that's so scary. Damn. I'm just kidding. I do. I do. Um, <laughs> I she, said that, <laughs> she said that um, he's a nice guy, which like, okay, I'll take yeah. her word for it. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you have an advice for me? I do. I actually have all um, advices today, but you know, we got got some built in stories in here. So yeah, of course. Okay, go ahead. Um. Okay. Hi, girls. Love the pod and love you guys to death. I had a situation come up today and need some advice. For some context, I started seeing my boyfriend in August of 2020. We did long distance with no commitment really until June of 2021 and have been together ever since. Before he dated me, he was in a toxic relationship with a crazy girl for about four years on and off. This girl would terrorize him by destroying his apartment, cars, sending weird videos and texts to his work, etc. Like legit crazy girl energy. We started off as friends, both getting out of toxic relationships, so we bonded over helping each other, then fell in love with each other because we both felt safe. Anyways, I recently took his computer to work today. I don't look through his phone because I just don't do that or ever feel like I need to. But today, when I opened his computer, his emails were up. I typed the girl's name into his email and found emails from them back in early and later Back in early 2021 and later 2021. I did this because I asked him one time if he's heard from her. And he said, I get emails here and there, but I don't look at them. The last one from 2021 was her trying to pick a fight with him and him respectfully telling her that he wants no part in debriefing their relationship anymore and that he wishes her the best. He also wished her a Merry Christmas that year too. I then found messages he deleted but had never opened. Reading these, I was upset because at the time we were pretty serious about each other, but I've sat on it all day and just don't know if it's worth bringing up. I 100% believe that he's not contacting or seeing her now. I just don't want him to be weirded out that I did that I went through his laptop. Please let me know what you guys would do in this situation. I think if she 100% believes that there's nothing going on, I wouldn't bring it up. I don't think there's any reason to. I do think that this 
kind of situation if you do go through your man stuff and find something it's kind of like best case scenario yeah obviously finding nothing is wonderful um but he told her about these emails already having unopened ones in the trash is enough for me like that's great you know what i mean like he didn't even take the time to read them wait so what what was the actual problem i i'm so she, she's, she's feeling guilt. She feels like she like wants to like talk to him about it because she was upset because she feels like they were pretty serious back when he was still kind of communicating with her. Okay. So she like that was upsetting to her. And she I think she kind of just wants to like hash it out and probably just get reassurance from him, but doesn't want him to be freaked out that she went through his email. Yeah, I I would personally go ahead and take this one to the grave only because you said you're 100% sure like they're not talking and nothing's going on so mm-hmm. and like you trust him there's just no reason to <laughs> first of all chuck yourself under the bus <laughs> and yeah and i don't know it, when, the only reason i ever say like bring it up is if you're feeling insecure if you're feeling like you can't move on without having a without mm-hmm. having a conversation and it doesn't seem like that's how she feels she's just kind of like damn yeah i think in the situation let us give you some reassurance mm-hmm. rather than your man so like Kat said you don't have to chuck yourself under the bus he sounds like he's a great respectable guy I think he established clear boundaries with his ex at the time wishing her a Merry Christmas he didn't need to do that but he did not the worst thing in the world yeah you know? that is a little like especially after you're like no we're done and then you yeah but they've been together for <laughs> been together for I think yeah like three years at this point I don't know I feel like there's Mm -hmm. one of two ways like you guys have been together for so long that he might not think anything of it you going through his stuff um or it could go down the wrong path you know what I mean I will say like some guys take like going through a phone as like done it's actually and I I know that that's not everyone like I went through my ex-boyfriend's phone and he was, like, very um, open to, like, hearing what I had. Like, he was very nice about it. So I'm Mm -hmm. not saying everyone. But, like, two guys that I've met recently, like, and by recently, I mean, like, in the past few months or whatever, have been, like, basically, like, if a girl ever went through my anything, I would break up with her without even having a conversation about it. Why, though? Because that's just, like, admitting... To hiding stuff. I think they're just like, if you don't trust me, there's nothing here. The one guy, he had told me a story about his ex-girlfriend. And this is why they broke up. And his ex basically just felt weird about, like, someone that he had followed after spending, like, a weekend with her. Yeah. Like, with a group. And so she asked him about it and was, like, really upset and then went through his phone and he told me that's why he broke up with her. And I was like, oh, like, and I just remember being <laughs> like, damn, we're never going to work out because I'm way crazier than him. I just like, oh, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't know. Sorry. Like, if you have nothing to hide, then what's the problem? Like, yeah, there are guys out here that do crazy fucking psychotic shit. Like, the least we can do is just check your phone to make sure you're not one of them. Yeah, the other guy that said that, that's because he is one of them, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're, so you're just a psycho who cheats and hides shit on your phone. Like, just say that instead. I also feel like not having, 
Like the first guy I was talking about, I I don't he didn't have anything to hide at all. And I believe that wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. However, I just feel like it's weird to be so like done after like if you don't try like it's almost like have a little bit of understanding for how she's feeling, you know. Especially if like the person you're with has had a horrible history of people yeah. cheating on them in the past. Like they just want some reassurance and unfortunately they can't trust what comes out of your mouth because they've been lied to before. They need to see it with their own two eyes. Ooh, I just had such a craving for a vape. I threw mine away. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even, I'm not even going to discuss that right now. (laughs) Basically all y'all need to know is that cat fucked me in California. (laughs) Dude, I got the whole East coast vaping again. It's actually insane. I didn't mean to. But it's, just like, a, it's just a little treat. So you know? fun. Yeah. I just, I threw it out literally this morning and I like already miss it. I'm so sorry. Proud of no, you. No, it's okay. I threw it out. Um, Something, this is like a really vulnerable moment, but like <laughs> if I put it in my own trash can, I will get it out. Like that is just, that's a, that's a fact because the my my ratio for that because i used to do it in college this is all this is guys bottom of the barrel low point for me in college i would run my vapes under the water and I, then i'd i'd put them in the trash so that i would make sure they couldn't work. oh oh, oh yeah mm-hmm. and then i would hit them still and they would work they'd just be really burnt <laughs> insane see with with me in college i just never threw them away because i just knew that nothing was in a stand between me and, the and vape. that vape piece um i i remember we would used to always get like random texts from like alicia being like up oh, just threw my vape off the bridge because she like also couldn't just simply throw it away like it had to be like some crazy way to get rid of it no and that's what i was gonna say i would say like if it were out of 10 times of me putting it in my trash can, 10 times I'm going to take it out. And that happened to me recently. So I have to throw it away on the, my way to the gym in this like um, trash can on the side of the road so that yeah. I can't get it out of there. It has it's, to be done. Ugh. Oh, my God. I'm like, it's my own trash can, okay? So it's like not. It's all your own trash. And yeah, I, it's clean fine. It. I clean it. But it's still disgusting. And no judgment on I, this side. Of the screen at all. Sorry, you guys, but I am I'm working on it. I've just been doing it only on the weekends, but my family here kind of threw me off a bit. Mm-hmm. You needed it. You were hosting for two weeks. You deserve it. Yeah, I know. But then it kind Panera... of got me re-addicted, you know, because I was only doing Friday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. But now since I was doing it every day, it's like, whew, kind of miss it. Yeah. Yeah, cat. <laughs> I hear ya. It's like me dealing with my car today. I was like, you know what? I deserve this right now. Did you buy one today? No, I didn't buy one. I just had one here. Oh, you had one. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> I feel like I didn't bathe the whole morning until noon. Until my so I'm not even one day free. Anyway, you guys, we are working on that, of course. Um, I just, I just feel don't like really I- see a world in where on the weekends I quit because. Now, like, all my friends have them. I feel like there's been weirdly, like, a resurgence with our age group and them. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they went away for a bit, but now these, like, now they're back. I don't know. Like, also, I was smoking cigs when I was getting drunk. So, like, it's it's Mm -hmm. probably better for me. 
Yeah, I asked my brother if I could hit his at dinner, like in the bathroom. My mom was like so disappointed with me, and she was like, "Just smoke cigarettes." And I was like, "I do that too." Um, I just think at any point, like who in their late twenties wasn't addicted to nicotine? Yeah, like ever in the history of like when I'm watching One Day and I'm like, "Oh, he, yeah, he's addicted to cigs." And then like, at some point, I don't know if you've gotten there, but at some point, she starts smoking cigs too. Like everyone, not everyone, people listening to this pod are going to be like, "Girls." <laughs> We're not going through that same thing. (laughs) Uh, But I just feel like my mom told me she was a social smoker. I know my grandparents smoked. God, that generation, like, they were doing, like, packs a day. They're great-grandparents. It's fine. It's totally fine. Okay, I'm going to tell a quick, because I can't focus on my lungs collapsing right now. I'm going to tell a quick story. This is a happy ending story, not a not a massage happy ending, just like a, a happy yeah. ending. Um, <laughs> because someone in the Facebook group was like, we need a little bit more positivity. And I, mm-hmm. I actually wholeheartedly agreed with that. Yeah. And I will say, to defend us a little bit, most of the stories are negative. But that is also because we read negative ones. And then that's what we end up getting. You it's know? just a cycle. Yeah. But maybe if I keep reading happy ones, then we'll get more happy ones. But this is just a short little thing. Okay. Saw the Facebook post about happy ending stories, and I wanted to share mine. I was in a relationship for my sophomore year of high school through my fourth year of college. I took five years for undergrad and needed a victory lap. This relationship was very toxic. Nothing against him. We just grew to be very incompatible. A couple years of long distance kept us together way longer than we should have been. In summer of 2020, he finally made the decision to break up with me in parentheses, was exclusive with someone else for literally literally days later, LOL, story for another time. I was thriving as a single woman, having a lot of fun casually dating and spending time with myself. I knew I'd be moving after I graduated college the following spring, so I wasn't looking for anything serious at all. Flash forward to November of 2020, I went to karaoke with a couple friends. I almost didn't even go because I had a huge project due the next day, and I was exhausted from working on it. Unsurprisingly, I met a guy. I asked for his number, again with the casual intentions, and we went on our first date about a week later. I quickly realized that this man was not someone I'd be casual with, and seven months later, he ended up moving out of state with me we've been living together since summer of 2021 and bought a house together in the fall of 2022 i still can't believe that i nearly didn't go out that night who knows if we ever would have met otherwise oh that just goes to show never stay in get your butts out go to karaoke go to karaoke wow it is is i just love things like that and that's like not a super unique story obviously it's like Mm -hmm. oh i went out and i met someone but it's so crazy to think about how like one night or one hour can change like the entire trajectory of your life. One day, maybe some would say. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, damn, no. like, maybe I'll go to Barney's Beanery and it will change my life one time. Kat, your husband could be right around the corner. For some reason, I don't feel like he is, but it's fun to think about. Well, she didn't think that either, probably. I feel like that is, ugh, it's always when you meet someone when you don't want to. And because I want to right now, it's I'm not at all. That, yeah, that, I, yeah, that's fair. I don't think that there's any truth to that. Like, you know how people are always like, like, it's when you least expect it. Like, the it's ones not, you never see it, coming. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it does feel like that, though. Because I never, like, I, my past, my long-term relationship never saw that coming at all. You know what I mean? I, I honestly would, like, argue the same for Kyle and I, too. Honestly, yeah, no, like we 100%. were 
we were 18 years old, like wasted at a day drinking event in Annapolis. And we decided to go to prom with each other because we didn't have anyone else to go with. So yeah, no, yours was definitely same. So maybe I need to keep my, my head down. <laughs> I'm going to, pr- I have to prank myself into thinking I want something casual. Yeah, we're just doing like, casual. Put that energy out there. Certainly. I am kind of, that is kind of my energy right now though. Cause I stopped dating. I'm just doing casual. So mm-hmm. maybe it will be now. Oh my God. I can't wait for next week's episode. Things could be totally different. Yeah. You guys, one day I'm going to come on here. <laughs> No, that's actually not even possible because I always think I meet my, my I was going to say that actually wouldn't be the first. Time. No, no, you guys, there's been multiple times where I cut out of this, ep- where I cut out of the episode, me being like, met my husband and then I don't want them to hear it. So I cut it out. But like, just know that I am saying that like every, I would say like every three weeks. It's because you're such a positive person at the end of the day. No, it's actually, okay. Realistically, I know I made a TikTok joking about that. But it's because I'm such a negative person that when I do feel that way, I'm like, oh, there's like actually weight to it. You know? There's some substance here. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That makes sense. Because I feel like I've been like with so many people, I'm like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. That when I do feel like that, I'm like, this, this. has to be it. <laughs> it's going to be it. You can be the one. <laughs> I can't imagine how much I contradict myself on here. I don't, I personally don't notice. Well, I'm actually in the same camp. So. It's fine. I think it's like normal to live your life as a hypocrite, as like, because if you played our episode from however long ago, I think I would have completely different views, but I also feel the exact same. It ebbs and flows. Like with life perspectives. Trisha Paytas a little bit. Oh, that's fine. I, that's a compliment. <laughs> no, but it, hers is so funny because she'll be like, um, she, like, said she'd never heard of the Holocaust on Frenemies, and then she had, like, a two-hour video talking about the Holocaust on her YouTube channel from, like, years ago. Perfect. So, hers is a little bit different. That's but... a bit insane, yeah. <laughs> I've just had a little bit of character development, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah, that was my short little story, if you want to go. Um, yes, I would love to go. Okay, here's another advice. Um Hey, gals, I absolutely adore you, too. I've been working at this company for two years part-time, working really hard to get promoted to full-time. My boyfriend knows what my goals were and what I wanted for my career. I've kept him in the loop about this new position open at my company, and I, I ended up getting the job and accepting it. My boyfriend was really upset that I didn't tell him before accepting, and I was like, why? Because it's my job and my life. And he was then sending really disrespectful texts and made me feel like he was controlling me. He came to the conclusion that I'm not as far in deep in the relationship as he is. He said that because he sees our relationship as a partnership that I should have gone to him before accepting. But this job is an internal hire. It's not like I'm going somewhere new. As a side note, he got laid off last month. I think he's been controlling and making this all about him. But he thinks I'm not as committed to the relationship as he is. Please help. Ew. Yeah, that is. I'm dying to know how long they've been together for. He knew she was like. Up for the role, right? Knew, knew she was up for the role, knew that she really, really wanted it. And like that was her end goal. So what was there to discuss with him prior to accepting? That's such a weird random thing to get. Like he's just looking for something to get mad about because she probably didn't even think that. Like she was probably just like, oh, my God, I got it. Like I'm going to sign the acceptance, whatever. Like or obviously I'm going to answer the mm-hmm. acceptance and then I'll tell my friends and family, boyfriend, everyone. Yeah. Like sure I didn't think anything of it. Yeah, I think it's a really, really scary thing for him to be upset about because Lord knows, like, 
if there is something bigger that happens, what kind of situation he's going to turn it into. He should be, if you've been working for something and you got it, he should be nothing but, like, extremely supportive. Like, there's no, like, and I maybe if he was, like, you didn't even tell me before you accepted? Like, okay, sure. But, like, to get Not in a serious way, it, though. It's yeah. so fucking weird. Yeah. Like, he I should think... literally only be happy. Yeah, I think you should maybe read into the way he's reacting a little bit more. Not that she's not, because obviously she had a feeling yeah. to write in, but still. Definitely. I is. would it'd be, yeah, a little nervous if that would were me personally. Yeah, proceed with caution for sure. And like she's in a position right now where he's like basically making her apologize and prove herself in the relationship. Yeah. Because he's like, You're not as committed as I am. I'd be like not anymore, bitch. You're being so weird. Yeah. There's no like foundation or base to his argument because like it makes it just makes no sense. I literally like, that. I was before. <laughs> now I'm feeling a little weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I don't mean to laugh. It's not funny, but he's being a weirdo. That is genuinely like my advice, though, is I would be like, I honestly was a hundred percent good until this because you're like making something out of nothing like i would personally just put that out there but yeah and he's ta he's taking away from her and her good like her great achievement yeah so. and also i'd be getting mad at him for that like yeah. just be like celebrate me be happy for me it seems like he's definitely a little bit bitter about his job but that's still like as a partner even if it's you're not in your best place like you still need to support them and be happy for them yeah, he's actually being a little bit of a hypocrite. I mean, we're all hypocrites. It. We know this, but he's being worse than me. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> all right, you're up. Okay, this is probably the last one we'll do. And it's a little bit long. Okay, it's a bad date story. So she said, hey, Queens, love you to death. I'm writing in to tell you a story about a really weird date experience I had recently. To set the scene, I'm 24, live in New York City, and I'm, I'm recently single. About a month ago, a random guy followed me on Instagram that I didn't recognize, but we had some mutuals, so I followed him back and went about my day. He then started liking my Insta stories, particularly selfies or ones of my cat, so I realized he was probably interested. I stalked his profile to realize that he also had an orange cat and is very cute. Eventually, he slid into my DMs, and we were chatting for a while, and then he asked me on a date. I couldn't tell if he was normal or not, but I decided to go for the plot, and also, why not? He was artsy and cute, and our orange cats would look cute together, so obviously, I planned our future together in my head. <laughs> We made a plan to get drinks and we planned on seeing a movie after as well. He impressed me because the bar he chose was super cool and seeing a movie is a cute thing to do on a first date too. But he ended up telling me like an hour before that he didn't want to go to the bar we'd plan on going to anymore because it was a lot and that he didn't buy the movie tickets in advance because he didn't know how we'd be feeling or what we'd feel like doing. I was a little annoyed by this since I left work early so we could get drinks before the movie, but I kept an open mind. We ended up going to a different bar and not seeing the movie, which was fine with me, but once again, kind of annoying that he changed the plan last minute. He told me he was really tired because he was moving a couch all day and the couch was a lot of money, so he didn't want to go to the original bar since it was expensive. After one drink, I realized I was super drunk since obviously I'd 
pre-gamed. So I told him I didn't need any more alcohol, but I would get a mocktail to which he said, I'm not paying $20 for juice. This is when I started to get a huge ick. I also found out that he was 32. So that made the ick even worse when he was complaining about money, considering we had an eight year age difference. The end of the date was fine. I was literally home by 9 PM. This is when it starts to get weirder. He didn't message me for a while. We also didn't have each other's numbers at this point. We were just communicating over Instagram DMs. So I just brushed it off since I didn't really even like him that much anyway. He finally messaged me like two days later and told me that he's not in a place to date right now. (laughs) (laughs) And that he wants to be my friend instead and gave me his number. I sent a really nice message back saying like, thank you for your honesty. And I'm not really sure what I want right now either, but I'll keep that in mind and thought that that would be the end of it. He then sent two more messages saying, this is going to be a weird thing to read. I don't even know. It's not that I don't know what I want. It's that I know what I don't want. And I don't want to be with someone I don't know and then lose them forever if it doesn't work out. Okay. Anyway, I'll let you soak that in. Okay. He also was saying that I'm really pretty and kind, but that he felt like he didn't put his best foot forward and it was just bad timing. Did he not ask me on the date? I'm confused. It also sounded like he was really upset about the situation when it was a max two-hour date and I also had no expectations going into it. I sent a nice response again and then dropped it thinking I'd never hear from him again. A few days later... I posted a picture at a bar and I woke up to a DM from him sent at 4 a.m. saying the wildest shit ever. Here it is. LOL. Oh, never mind. It starts with LOL. LOL. I was right around the corner, but you really seem like you don't want to be friends. So I didn't say anything, but that really sucks. So can you just tell me whether or not you're down for that? Because seeing this and hearing, I'll keep that in mind. Either let's hang or unfollow me. So yeah, needless to say, he's now blocked because that was insane behavior and I'm in shock. Matt, I didn't get to meet his cat though. I hope dating gets better because that was just an annoying start to the journey, LMAO, but just wanted to share because I thought this was hilarious. Love you both, XOXO. Oh my God, I'm so scared of him. That is (laughs) insane. Went on one two-hour date and then he was like, which we talked about before where it's like, you don't need to reject someone after one date. Like, it's fine. You're good. You can just... And then he... So he said reject and then he said let's be friends and then was mad that she wasn't like reaching out to hang out as friends i want to like live in his world where he's like obviously conducted this whole thing and then now is turning it on her like what a life that must be to live i are not seeing that you fucked up yeah I feel like sometimes, like, this this is a very specific type of man. Yes. Uh, like, I feel like we've all encountered someone like this. But where they end it, but then they expect you to, like, beg and be like, what? No. <laughs> and it's like, no, she's not going to do that. She doesn't even know him. He was weird as fuck on the date. And then he was, like, upset that she wasn't still reaching out, you know? There is, like, there's, like, so many. Oh, my God. There are so many things to to unpack here like he planned this super cute date but then basically like changed all the plans yeah which was- I what the do you think that he did that to just like get her there and then he, he never planned on doing that i don't even i like i genuinely don't even know i don't know if it was that thought out or not but it seems like why even come up with that to like to not do it and to tell someone like no like i'm not paying for a drink for you because you don't want to drink alcohol is also insane. 
Yeah, you can't do that. Like, like what if she was? Now. What if she was sober? Yeah, like, permanently sober, does not drink. Then what? You gonna buy the juice then? No, I'm sure he would not because he had to move a couch that day and it was expensive. It was so expensive. And he's such an expensive couch. It's probably from like Wayfair or something. It was something from Facebook Marketplace if he had to go. God, yeah. Um, So no shame. I'm like, the couch I'm sitting on right now is also from Facebook Marketplace. (laughs) I mean, Facebook Marketplace Stan, obviously. Of course. I'd buy a fucking bed there if I needed to. Maybe. Yeah, Yeah, no, I would. Um, Anyways, I just like, I don't even. And and then he's like self sabotaging because I feel I don't like this is just the strangest way for men to act and it, you're right it's like it's a breed of them like it's a type it's weird because I like feel like I know this man without without knowing him because I feel like we've all encountered like it's, such a weird conversation like that it's the same energy from that voicemail that was going viral on TikTok of girls showing their mm-hmm. friends or their parents where he's like I'm a catch if you don't. Like, call me back by Thursday. Like, I'm no longer interested. Like, there's no yeah. reason why you shouldn't want to sleep with me. Blah, blah, blah. It's, like, it's just that I guess the breed is just men who, like, can't handle rejection. Yes, then, they can't w- fathom every woman they meet not falling in love with them. Yeah, like, her just being like, no worries. Thank you. Like, had a good time. Like, have a good life. Whatever. He, like, can't deal with that. And I also feel like he probably rejected her out of fear of him yes, rejecting. Yes, he self-sabotaged. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, my God. Um, I'm. That is such a – I'm so sorry for her because being newly single and then having to experience that, I can't even – that's awful. I, know. I I do feel like girls, there is like a, a pretty foolproof – that this is different. They met on Instagram. I get that. But like on dating apps, I feel like I can sense those men – and mm-hmm. I and I get him out right away. Like even like I just matched with this really cute Australian guy and he had like kind of normal prompts. Like he didn't seem weird. And he I have one prompt that says like irrational fear being on a couch without a blanket, like something like that. And mm-hmm. he said like said something along the lines of like, would you would it still be scary if I was there to like cuddle or something? Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Which is which is really bad, but oh. I did respond and I said that would be like, worse actually. <laughs> no, I said like still scary. I was like maybe <laughs> I said maybe less, but still really scary, like something like that. Yeah, um, because I thought like at least I'll give him a chance to like joke around, and then he didn't understand that I like. First of all, that prompt is a joke. Like yes, I like blankets, but like of course it's not a fear. And then he responded like what are you so like what makes you so scared about it like ask me like genuinely why i have the fear so oh, then I, I, God. obviously i'm not gonna reply but i think like <laughs> i can tell when a guy's gonna be weird as fuck like that within the first couple messages and i'm not i'm not blaming this girl this was like a different situation but yeah. i think there's ways to tell on hinge like by their prompts if they don't have photos with other people if they have like a like just like keep Keep the things in mind. There's there's signs. There's an yeah, an energy behind the profiles, certainly. Mm-hmm. Like if they have ugh, sometimes they'll have things about women that they like don't like. And I'm like, what? Why are you even saying that? Or if their their prompt is about like their own height, I'm like, what are you doing? Someone also messaged me on Bumble like yesterday and was like, 
you look really familiar. I don't know if we've met in real life or or if I've seen you on TikTok. And like, if it's the TikTok thing, like, don't even bother responding. I was like, <laughs> you're the one who like reached out, babe. Like, Why even say it? Oh my god, he was willing to gamble his like disinterest in TikTok for potentially like hitting it off with you. That's insane. That's like I feel like what men love to say that, like to be like, oh, I've better. seen you on TikTok, so it's probably not gonna work out. I'm like, okay, then then why'd you swipe? Oh, it just gives me, like, uh, makes me nauseous that that these guys just roam the earth. Yeah, I I immediately asked that gentleman, and I just uh, hope one day someone can get through to them. Praying, but I I feel like that they stay the same. They're like constants. They're the only constants in this world. <laughs> they don't have Seems- character development. It's like I don't know. It starts in high school. And then it doesn't change until they die. It seems illegal for this man to have an orange cat. Like, that's not really clicking. Oh, that was the last thing I was going to say. I also, when if a man has an orange cat, I fully believe he's my soulmate. I'm like, he's the only man in the world. Like, the only yeah. single man that has an orange cat. Yeah, that's, I agree. Yeah. And I like, yeah, I agree. It feels really out of character. I'd, I'm worried he doesn't actually have one. Oh, my God. That seems more believable than him having one. I know. I don't know why I'm, I thought that, but, like, it's just on his Instagram. She's never been to his place. I, like, I feel weird about him having a cat. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but, and him being him being 32, like, that red flag also. Like, he's talking – he's looking for girls and – well, I guess 24 is not that crazy of an age gap now that I think about it. Yeah, I think that's kind of grown. But being 32 and not being able to buy a girl a mocktail when she wants one is that is an issue. Even if you like don't want to shell out that much money on the first date, like just don't fucking say anything. God damn. Yeah. So weird. Like it's twenty fucking dollars. I think that 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 concludes because we could go on forever complaining about him and or any adjacent man. And we'll just pick it right back up next week, you guys. So no worries. And then the week after that and (laughs) the week after that. So thank you all for listening. We love you so much. And we'll talk to you soon. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.